0: You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest No matter how many years you get, it's still not going to bring her back. My life will never be the same again. I used to be, like, you know, like 100% happy. You take that away. And I dream her a couple of times. I dream her a couple of times after. I would see her. Yeah, because sometimes, oh, she really having a big smile on her face. And we hug You know, like a happy dream. That's why sometimes I said, you take her away. But... She's still with me. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 14-year-old Shanisha Forbes of Brooklyn, New York. Shanisha grew up in Brooklyn. And the morning of January 5th, 2013, Shanisha's mother calls her uncle, who is a sergeant. She tells him that Shanisha is missing. She kept calling her phone, but Shanisha never answered so they decide to file a missing person report. Detectives go and speak to Shanisha's mother. She tells police that she left for work at 6.30 a.m. that Friday morning, and Shanisha was still in bed. She texted Shanisha about an hour later to make sure she was up and caught the bus. Shanisha texted back that she was on the bus. It turns out she was never in school that day. Shanisha's sister give detectives a list of friends that could help. She shows the detective Shanisha's Facebook page. There was a post about going to the movies with him, but nobody knows who him is. The police subpoena Shanisha's phone and Facebook records. She had over 1600 Facebook friends. The police start talking to the people closest to Shanisha. They speak to her friend, Michelle, She tells police that she had a boyfriend named Chris, but kept it on the down low. Shanisha started a new school, the Academy for Young Writers, and she was bullied. She was very excited going to school in the beginning of September. But in November, she started complaining. Her mother made an appointment with the principal. The main person picking on her was William Harris. She was also bullied on Facebook. The police discover his Facebook page has been deleted. January 2013, the police speak with him. He tells police that he hardly knew her. He says that he picked on her because she was an easy target. He also tells police that Shanisha reported him to Facebook and they suspended his account. He tells police he was at school on Friday, January 4th. They confirmed his alibi. January 6, 2013, at 7.15 a.m., two days after she went missing, a guy walking his dog on the beach finds a body. It was a young female who was burned. Her face was burned, so it was hard to identify her. The police noticed that there was a bonfire close by, and they find a receipt for a bottle of alcohol. So the police bring the receipt to the store where the alcohol was from, and they watch the surveillance footage. A 22-year-old pre-med student named Sharif was seen buying the alcohol. So the police talk to him and show him a picture of Shanisha, and he says he doesn't know her. He insists he didn't see anything. He provides a DNA sample. Shanisha's mother identified The body as her daughter Shanisha, and dental records also confirm her identity. According to the autopsy, all the burns were post mortem. She died of asphyxia. The police discover that there was older men chatting with her on Facebook. They speak to some of the men she texted or called. There was this one number she called several times a day. They found out it was Christian Ferdinand. The night before she went missing, there were several texts from a derrick the police talked to him he tells police he met her on facebook and they texted back and forth and they made arrangements for her to go to his house but he tells police that she was supposed to go to his house but she never showed up it appears shanisha might have been with another guy the last text her mother got was at 8 a.m saying that she was on the bus and according to cell phone records She took a bus a long way from her school. The police received DMV records for Chris Ferdinand. It turns out he lives nowhere near Brooklyn. He lives in Maine. The morning she went missing, his cell phone pinged in Brooklyn. The police bring Christian Ferdinand in for questioning. They show him a picture of Shanisha and he says he doesn't know her. Confronted with the evidence, he tells police that they met on Facebook. He says they met at the park. He tells police that while he was visiting his girlfriend in Boston, she sent him a text that she's pregnant and it's his. Then he tells police that he had sex with her a few times and that he hasn't seen her again. The police tell him that when she made her last call, she was by his phone. Christian confesses to killing her. Apparently he told her to get rid of the baby he made arrangements for her to come to his cousin's house. He wanted to have sex with her again. At first, everything was good. But when she brings up the baby, she tells him that she's going to have the baby. She said she would not get an abortion because it would hurt her religious mother's feelings. Christian snapped and smothered her with the pillow and killed her. Then he drove to a beach and burned her body. He used a can of men's body spray and a lighter as a blowtorch. Her body was found stuffed in a suitcase and it washed up on the beach. Christian was charged with her murder. He killed her because he thought she was pregnant and she wouldn't have an abortion. However, the autopsy confirmed she wasn't pregnant. November 2014, Christian stands trial for her murder. He was convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced to 29 years to life. I wonder why she thought she was pregnant. I mean, if the autopsy said that she wasn't pregnant, did she take a pregnancy test and get a false negative? Or did she just have symptoms of pregnancy, but it was really something else? I guess we'll never know. But one thing's for sure. Christian killed her for no reason because she was never pregnant. And what the heck was he doing with her anyways? He's like 22 and she's like 14. She's a year older than my daughter. My daughter's 13, and I would be livid if somebody that age was trying to date my daughter. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week on Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com. That's Crystal with a K for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss murder merch. Check out my YouTube channel, Crystal Kiss, for more real crime stories. And check out my other YouTube channel, Wendy Boo, where I like to play games with my children. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye.